today we talk about <laughs> 11 at 11. All right, we are live. Hey, yo, banger, we yeah, I want to go home. <laughs> we have a very special guest uh, this evening. Um, Cuck McDaniels, everybody. Uh, wow, he's hilarious. <laughs> you should do stand-up sometime. I've tried it. So I know, I've seen it. Um, but not really, this is a Zachariah a with a Q. Okay, that's, uh, that's And <laughs> I'll say my entire um, A uh, work acquaintance of mine. And um, special guest today. Uh, we're going to be talking <laughs> such special topics as uh, comedy you mentioned. Let's dive right into comedy. Um, so I recently started doing comedy. So did you. Like, uh, like right now you did. <laughs> you just started it. And, uh, and I got to ask you, as uh, so I've, I've done it like 55-ish times that you've done it like what, four-ish, five-ish like times that, right? <laughs> so you got to walk me through like what's going through your head with, uh, with stand-up now. Because it sounds like it's not as much fun as you thought it would be. Yeah, I don't think it's that much fun. I, it's always something that I wanted to do. I like stand-up. My favorite show growing up at Seinfeld, and then always start with the you know Jerry doing the stand up, the bits. Yeah, I don't think it's that much fun. I like doing it, but it's I don't know how you've done it 55 times. I'm sick of it after seven times. I kind of like. No, it's hard. Like I I remember last time I was here, I burned the fuck out. Like I did it the the night we did it together. We did well before you got there. I done. We've done it like. Five we did two together. sets together that night, but before that, oh. I had done two sets myself. So I had done four sets that day, and after yeah. that's after I had done like two to three sets a day for like a week and a half already, or two weeks, two and a half weeks. So I was done after that set. I didn't do stand up again until I went to Iowa like a week later. So uh, yeah, I I, it, uh, I get a high when I do it. It's fun, but then as soon as I'm done, I'm kind of like I don't feel like doing this again for like a, a bit. Uh, and like I've said multiple times to you previously too, I think it's really hard for me to redo the same jokes that I've done in the past. Yeah, no, that's tough. That's it's tough. well, it just feels like lame. Yeah, I got because because I I, I I get like you know you're trying to present to the audience, but I'm doing it for me. If I'm doing something for the audience, I do that every day because at work I'm doing something for somebody else. Well, you so, never use the same inside jokes at work all the time. No, I do, but those, those are for those are different because it's like camaraderie. I'm saying like I'm not there to please the audience. I'm there to please myself in my mind when I'm when I'm doing stand up. It's an outlet for me. Yeah. So it gets it gets kind of old where I'm like, okay, well every day at work I have to I'm in sales. I gotta do the same song and dance. So if I have to go up there in my leisure time and do the same song and dance, it loses something. I don't get off on people laughing the same way you do. That's fair. Now here's the thing though, like I've noticed this myself. Like I've done a so I was about to say I've done this so many times now, but what I mean is I've done this enough times now where, like, the laughs don't give me as much of a high anymore. Like I get the yeah. laughs, and it's almost like oh I didn't get a laugh there it means I got work to do, but I, I don't get like the oh, like I don't like jizz in myself when I'm well you know within myself. Well, yeah, I'm surprised how quickly the plateau went from like being nervous to do something, doing it, and then it becoming like. Boring, yeah, or boring. I, I wouldn't say it's boring because it's still, it's still exhilarating. Uh, but it's only for me. Okay, so perfect example is today. I went back to people's mic, which I've taken. Or I didn't take you, but I told you to go once. You had a good time there. Uh, so it's my favorite mic. But today of all times, a a the crowd was uh, smaller than usual, and B is like almost entirely the same people I've seen consistently. So like for the first time today, I was like. 
I do not want to use the same jokes today at all. Yeah, that was my thing about like uh, last time we went where I, where I was talking about like, okay, everybody in the audience like is standing up here and is everybody sick of Mrs. Maisel? The show. Yeah. Because you knew everybody in the audience was a stand-up comic. Sure. People don't care. It's different if you go to like like a Phoenix Bar with people there. A lot of them, I think, were there just to hang out. It's and a different where vibe. Where were you performing? No, those are all. No, my, not my work colleagues and stuff. Yeah, people that, that were that laughing. Yeah, yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a very different vibe if it's like stand-up comics versus like casual people. Uh, yeah, no shit. Like that's the whole. And point. I don't like doing it in front of the stand-up people, yeah, because I'm like, I don't give a shit. But that's the thing. So, so I. So the guy I said that was the most comparable to you out in Iowa who's a stand-up comic, I was telling him the first time I went back, after the first time I... Is he white? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jameson is his first name. And, yeah. uh, and he hates when I use his name, which sounds just like you. He's just like, don't mention me. <laughs> and, uh, and I told him the first time I went back to Iowa after trying... He's taller to me or him. Uh, he is by a lot. What? Uh, yeah, he's a big guy. And, uh, who who would win in a fight? Actually, who would win in a fight? I don't give a shit. No, but who would? He's a big guy. Yeah, well, could I take him down? Probably. He's not like a nice. athletic guy. <laughs> but anyway, he, uh, oh, I mentioned like me. So the first night we went oh, to, I don't care. so for those that don't know, uh, actually, the, I, I don't think anyone all does. four of you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think anyone does know this, but uh, you got kicked off your first time doing stand up, which was eloquence yeah. and poetry. That was Andy Kaufman in and of itself. But uh, it was but a that, character. That was my first time. Uh, that was his first time. Or I'm sorry, that was my first time doing stand-up in New York. It was your first time ever, my first time ever in New York. And I was like, this. Wait, Creek in the Cove? Was that, that was your first time in New York? performing no. in New York. Really? In New York City, yeah. And, um, oh, it was Queen, so. And it was the only one I knew of. <laughs> I was like, where's the open mics right here? I don't know about freemics.com. That was your first time ever? Think about it, I didn't wow. know any comics. I hadn't met any comics yet. And you were the only one that was like, oh, I know of this open mic we can go to. And it was, of course, Creek in the Cave on Wednesday at 11. That's the only one you knew about. So that's the one we went to. Now, oh, great. Yeah. Ever <laughs> since, like, I've obviously gotten to know a little bit more, met more comedians day to day to day. But my point was, I remember doing that, and it didn't go well. As we know, it's not the best mic for us. Um, and, uh, and I remember... I thought you did fine. I did okay, but it was like, it wasn't the same as Iowa. It's a clicky Iowa. place, yeah. 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 It wasn't the same as Iowa. You and didn't I bomb. I didn't say I bombed. I just like, it felt different, right? Because yeah, of is. what we were just talking about, right? And that wasn't even the worst crowd I've ever gone to. Like, I remember going to another open mic before that where I didn't perform. It was at the Laughing Buddha because that was the other one you had only heard of. And it was sad, dude. It felt... You're blaming me. It, I didn't, I'm not blaming you. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you were my only exposure, of course, to, um, to like, where did Sex. you stand Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to this um, Buddha, Laughing Buddha-ish, and it was so sad. I just went to watch, which no one does, by the way. I was literally the only audience member there. Everyone else was performing. and um, Nobody did on Saturday, but yeah, open mics are... It was just sad. Was just yeah. sad. Yeah. Bottom line is I went back to Iowa, and I did consistently better, and I still do, and I'm doing even better there now. Um, but I told this Jameson guy this, and I was just like, yeah, man, I don't know about New York stand-up, but I'm just going to do stand-up out here in Iowa. And he just laughed in my face. Like, the, the audacity to be like, yo, I'm only going to do stand-up where, like, it's not where you get your chops. Like, this, you have to go through that open mic garbage to build some tough skin, work out how to get, um, how to bomb, how to win over a crowd. Because he put it in perspective for me, he's like, yo, if you can get open micers to laugh, the guys that are not giving a shit about you, the guys that are just waiting for their turn, the guys that are yeah. like, ready to leave as soon as they're done with their set, if you can get them to laugh, then you know you got something. Which he was right, because then I would start coming back to 
Iowa after doing like OD sets over here, and then they'd be like, holy shit, man, you're getting pretty good. Like it's a noticeable improvement. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, but I also think it's very clicky here. Oh yeah, for sure. Like they all hang out together. But just like, just like anything else, like isn't that life? Like the more you hang out around a scene, oh, that's the more deep. you get to. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you've got to figure it out. It's no, but really, the more you're around something, like that's how I've gotten to know. Like, the yeah, I know. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. But to, you, or, you know. you're also in a very distinct perspective. So I mean, like someone like me who has like a you know nine to five, or it's a little more difficult. I didn't say it's. A, I didn't say it's easy. But what you think you're the only nine to five doing stand up? Right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only the person. No. Yeah. no, plenty of people talk about their jobs and like they're working for Staples or they're working for you know some club. Oh, Staples! Wow, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm sure there's still um, business. Plus, that Kevin dude we met, he worked in banking, and uh, you know he. I mean, granted, he quit his job to pursue this, but you know, who? All walks of life. The guy we met at the Topaz. Fuck's the Topaz. Oh god, the Brooklyn spot we went that was super dark. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Quit his job in Vegas. <laughs> in L.A. to move to New York. Wow, that was a that was a great idea. <laughs> but I'm just saying, there's all walks and walks of life out here. Sure, sure. But anyway, I don't want to focus just on standard, but I think. Um, no, we should. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about this all yesterday on the podcast. We should focus yeah. on 11 and 11. Of course, about batteries. <laughs> 11 and 11. Everybody, check it out. Grab my. It's on my YouTube. Zvans518. Check out City High. I have commentary uploaded. Actually, that's a great uh, segue topic. Let's talk about it. Did you watch my commentary? Uh, oh, self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> right, so this, this is pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> so I gotta tell you guys, uh, Zach here is a special breed. Uh, he's like, oh, I, he makes yeah, these. Yeah, white. Yeah, so, so just to put it in perspective, Zach makes these esoteric YouTube videos, which you should check out on his channel. What Zach the hell does Brassett? esoteric mean? It means it's out there. Yeah, right? it's out there. It's not very, uh, it's not very uh, mainstream, which is his fantasy, right? And uh, it's his, uh, it's his... Uh, I like making them. Yeah, it's his fantasy world. Uh, his, or not fantasy world, what's the word? It's like your, your, you, not utopia, it's like your happy Anus. place. Your happy place, yeah, there you go. And, um, and so you make these esoteric videos that I've sat and had to watch these with you eight, nine times, right? Anytime I come over. I watch them myself all the exactly. time. I'm doing it for and you, me. And you love it, you do it for you, yeah. later in the day, great. But the point is they are very much... They're odd. Odd and just, they don't make sense in terms of like, they need an explanation. Unless you're like one of these pure avant-garde artists where you're just like, you take your own interpretation for it. But yeah, unless you're intelligent. Like, <laughs> yeah, and even then it's like kind of a stretch. So then you had this bright idea to uh, <laughs> record commentary over your own videos. I've only done for one, and but yeah. You only did I made Joanna watch it. She got so mad. She was like, this is so <laughs> retarded. She was like, if you say juxtaposition one more time. Oh, here we go, yeah. here we go. My favorite part though was watching it and in the middle of his various commentary of this already esoteric production, he just goes, all right, this part is self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah. like, why'd you make a commentary then? Well, it like, wasn't either. <laughs> no, that was, that was. Yeah, so, so this, part, uh, this part is self-explanatory, moving on, and uh, yeah, this part too, and uh, yeah, so I was like, all right, well, this is great. Um, but, uh, Kitty no, Cat Productions. But uh, did you change it to that? Is that the channel name now? Yeah. All right, but. Kenny Cat Production, check it out. We'll leave a link in the description if I remember. Um, yeah, for uh, you, Mullen. <laughs> the only person that'll watch but, this. <laughs> but no, really, to, to reference back what, what I wanted to talk about, 11 out of 11. So 11 out of 11 was this project you and I embarked on, what was it, last year now? It was like almost was a like year ago? A year and a half at least. A year and a half ago? Yeah. And uh, it was these short segment um, YouTube videos. Well, 
podcasts like SoundCloud, SoundCloud, yeah, SoundCloud, and YouTube. You started to do that um, was basically single. They're topics, mostly YouTube. Single They're topics, and we did our top six of any set topic, Movies, and and would have books. a guest. Not books. Not all the time, but uh, we would have yeah, guests. Sometimes we'd have a guest, and then they would have a top six, and then we kind of worked it out. I but we, we, kept, we kept it, uh, it had to be 11 minutes and 11 seconds, right. and then we cut it off. Right. And, uh, and I thought it was a great Which concept, but unfortunately it was abandoned. Maybe someday we'll uh, revisit it. Yeah, I had to go to work. That'd be nice. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> It wasn't paying the bills. I was not like, yet wow, a nickel this month. Not yet it wasn't. But I said a nickel. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how these things start. They start on pay, they test you to see do you really enjoy making this stuff? Do you really enjoy stand up? And if you do, hopefully it pays dividends in the end. You know? Yeah, but I mean, I. I ugh. I don't I like turning, yeah, it's, hobbies it's the into, whole drum, work. Exactly. It's the whole drums of it that kind of kill everybody. Otherwise, everyone would do this shit, right? Otherwise, everyone would. Uh, well, no, people aren't as funny or smart as me. So not That's my point. It. You can actually make it through to the other side because you have the talent, but because you're bothered by this barrier of ugh, then you're you just you lose out. Yeah, work. I, I it's a drag. Work, but it, listen, my 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 fellowship position was not fun. Well, here we go. Like I battled through it to like keep this up. Yeah, you know? to make a joke about you being a doctor. But like, that's, that's why I did it. That's not where it came from. Yeah, so I was like, I need but I am getting tired of the, the doctor jokes too. Although I feel like that's dude, I, I I honestly don't know how you can do like literally I I can't keep doing jokes that I've done in the past. I just get you so get bored. Over it, you get over. It. I know. Because at first I was the same way. I was like, there's no way the same crowd is here from Iowa. They all have heard the joke once. Like, no, it's not even that. I just get bored of saying it. I don't know how that's possible because you haven't even mastered the joke yet. I know, you're but I'm just like, all right, moving words, on. You're still forgetting parts. You're still rushing your wordings. So like, you haven't even perfected the wow. joke yet. Wow. Do you have any comments about my penis, though? <laughs> you dick. And you haven't because of that. It's just like, how is he? How are you bored already? You know. What I mean? Because that's I just get name. bored. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not trying to like do it for a living. I, I could, guess, but yeah. then I would put like a lot of people out of jobs. Yeah, exactly. you're so noble. <laughs> so noble. All, all right, what's your next question? Uh, it's not really a question, it's just revisiting 11 out of 11 and the work ethic of consistency with podcasting or anything creative these days. It's just like you have to be consistent to make it happen. Yeah, I agree. You know? And if you're not with it, it ain't gonna happen. Yeah. It ain't what it ain't. You know? Not a question, but. Uh, <laughs> topic, Thanks, Mom. <laughs> topic I, I thought of on your way over here, which I uh, would love to get your hot take on this. So I don't know if you heard uh, or just started seeing the memes about uh, this, um, not a drug ring, but like a Harvard ring that was broken up at Yale for people paying like $5.6 million. On I saw the headlines, but I had not read anything. Yeah. I, I barely read it, but just, it's so <laughs> So funny. let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny that um, you, you see that headline, right? And it's 2019, but I remember ever since I was in high school hearing that joke, running joke of like, Oh, what, they just take your giant paid you to get into Harvard or Yale or whatever. Wait, so what's the controversy? They, I thought I thought it was they were taking admission money and not looking at the applicants. Maybe that's the, the devil in the details, but the big picture was there's <laughs> well, bribes being taken to get rich kids into these said schools. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was like a running joke ever since we were kids. But like just today, it was a breaking news. Uh, you know, this not drug ring, what would you call it? Bribe ring was busted. Is this recording? <laughs> so, I don't know. It's just like. Wait, is it? Yeah, of course it's recording. No, we've just been sitting here like assholes. That's what I. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. 
It's like, it's not on you, this is just a warm up, guys. What? Jesus Christ. Alright, what, what's the next topic? Because I don't care about that one. You don't care about that? No, I don't well, care. What the hell would I care about? I was some stupid college you kids. You know what? I guess you wouldn't care about it because that's not your. Not demographic, but you don't you don't care about rich kids. No, I don't give a shit about yeah, anybody. Give a shit about yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's. Well, talk great about questions. <laughs> hey, Solid interview. Yeah, you're my first guest. I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't prepare for you because I don't feel the need to. Um, but, wow. Um, but hey, let's... <laughs> I'm not even sure if I'm offended. Or... <laughs> I was gonna say though, if you do return tomorrow to do another episode with or without Chowda, um Well, that's a. <laughs> Presumption. <laughs> I'm just saying if. I said if. Then I will, I will prepare some specific uh, topics. But here's some topics I have written down for my own Forever Alone podcast, which I will bounce off of you, the ones I think we could have a fruitful discussion. If you will. But how's work been going in general? What's Terrible. It sucks. Do you want to rant about it? No, I don't. You know, okay. right. I don't want to talk about work at all. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, you got to be careful these days. You know, Denver might be listening. Get it? <laughs> it's Dallas. You I know, dick. I know, but you do it all the time. How long have we been on the air? Uh, eleven minutes, eleven seconds. How many, uh, how many viewers do we have? Oh, actually, I should have. Did a Facebook live? <laughs> You're like, oh, I should turn this on. I should have flipped the thing so we could uh, see the, because usually the, it's like, oh, wow, and the battery's not great. Uh, we'll be right back, folks. We're taking a pause. Inch. Uh, to my dick. Turns me on. No, I'm I'm kidding. It grows more than an inch. I'm a grower, not a shower. Actually, I didn't do an intro, so let me do an intro. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, here with special guest Zachariah Bunzing, um, and uh, this is episode two. So welcome as the first guest on episode two. Um, what was episode one? I did it already. Oh wait, no. Actually, I take that back. This is episode. Three, because I episode recorded fuck? episode two yesterday. Yeah. Who with who? Myself, Robert Loon. No okay, one so I'm the first guest. You're the first guest. Okay, so it's episode one. So this is a narcissist I'm dealing with here. <laughs> uh, and no, I just, can't even watch my stand-up either. Well, well, it's so hard to. So that's a great transition into what we just recorded. We'll see you back, because I'm going to be splicing this up. This is very low-budget production. We'll be right back. Okay, now we're back in real time. Um, before, so you brought up not being able to watch your own stand-up. I do want to address that, but I do want to address another uh, thing. I want to what? shut down the Holocaust you right now. No, <laughs> I want to shut down this debate right this minute. You either say something's too mainstream, I'm over it, or you say no one's going to watch this. You can't have both though. Like you can't say oh no one's going to watch this podcast, but then when I tell you people are actually watching it, you're like, uh, you know, like you can't. You got to pick a side. Anyway, yeah, the so Holocaust did not. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I can learn a lot from Buzzing. I want you to pay attention. Anytime I, uh, he changes topics, that's a that's a veteran move, right there. So you gotta you gotta, you gotta keep your eye. Up. Yeah, you're a twelve year old audience. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I I I, I struggle I, I with it. liking things that are popular. Right. I always do. I I I also cannot do things that I'm supposed to do. Very much. Like if sure. I have to wake up at like let's say nine a.m., I'll sleep till. 2 p.m. <laughs> but if I have to wake up at 2 p.m. for something, I'll wake up at 8. Well, I, yeah, I, yeah, yes. Yeah. I'm just a rebel. I'm badass. And this is how you and I get things accomplished today, guys, which actually makes me very Do you know impressed. how much I make a year? I was going to say, which makes $30, me very... $30,000. <laughs> I'm very impressed with how far you've come in life with that attitude. 
But, uh, but no, before we move on to some key topics, uh, you, you bring up a good point though. It is rough watching your own creative arts. It's terrible. I really can't do it. I mean, I can watch, like we talked about before, uh, the YouTube videos that I make. I love those. you're not in those. I'm not in them. Yeah. But yeah, watching myself perform is so hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because this guy that I met the other day told me uh, he watched his stand-up um, like 40 times. The he was like, set? the same set. And he was like, oh, like I, I feel like I, and I was like, dude, I can't even watch mine once. It's rough. Dude, I, still, I, I cringe. Yeah, I still can't. I can't no, look I can't at myself. I'm just like, this is retarded. Yeah. No, I can't, I can't watch it. I'm sorry. Uh, what's the word? Not fun. <laughs> well, retarded is uh, yeah, offensive. It's a PC word, yeah. Um, well, it depends on the context. I've noticed a lot of comedians use the word, and uh, it's fine. I got called a racist the other day. You are. Joke. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah, right. Chia pet and uh, Groucho Marx. A yeah. Jewish, a Jewish chia pet child. Ruin your jokes. Thanks. Um, you know, I post all my sets on YouTube, so it's already been ruined. Anyway, um, but no, I, I heard someone talk about this. Uh, someone famous mentioned that, like, because you have taste, that's why you decided to pursue X creative thing anyway, whether it was making a movie, uh, stand up, making a YouTube video, whatever. And uh, because you have taste, you have the courage and the guts to pursue it and actually start it and do it. But when you watch it, you're like cringing because you're like, dude, this is awful. But like, that's you having the intellect to understand, yo, this is awful. But your, your, your abilities haven't caught up with your intellect of what's good art and what's not. So like, you know in your head that this is cringe and this is not great, but you, that's only because you recognize what great art looks like, what good comedy looks like, and you just haven't caught up execution-wise to that yet. So the whole big picture, if you really want to pursue it, is to just get through that barrier of like, okay, I suck, I suck, I suck, I suck, I suck, but one day I'm not gonna suck and it's gonna quit. Like yeah, just, and that's why, I mean, that's why I keep you know pursuing it, but I just don't like the way I look. <laughs> like physically? Physically. I should get a haircut, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, there's nothing I can do. Wear the hat more. I don't wear nothing. Get a bigger dick. Or that. Hey, hey, there's bulges in those jeans. Right. But yeah, no, it's tough to watch your own work. Uh, but I would say uh, it gets easier the more you do it. Yeah, well, oh, oh really? Yeah. That's crazy. You know, shit. Yeah. But no, let's, let's jump into some topics. I, I wanted to ask you about um, why are we so mad at kids for having face tattoos now? Who's mad? I don't give a fuck. Actually, yeah. They're idiots. <laughs> I mean, if you I get a face tattoo, dude, I have this tattoo. True. But you don't have a face tattoo. I feel like a face tattoo. Yeah, but this one's cool. pretty big. True. And this is like but very in the open. It's funny. It's, it's, it's funny. Uh, I think people that do not have tattoos don't realize, like, I don't see my tattoos anymore. Not true. When I get out of the shower or I look at myself in the mirror or whatever, I do not see the band or like I have a whole half sleeve here. Yeah. I, you don't see them. You well, really do not see them anymore. But I'm no, no. But I'm saying like that's why I think the same thing with face tattoo people. They don't realize how stupid it is. They don't realize like other people see them. No, I disagree because you know before you have to have that tattoo for a while before you stop seeing it. But when you make that decision to get a face tattoo, you have decided, yeah, that's retarded. I want a face tattoo face is, tattoo. is is absolutely yeah. ridiculous. I wouldn't say it's ridiculous unless you're famous, right? But I like, would say it's crazy. Post I would Malone? Just, Post yeah, 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 yeah. But my point was, 
I like it. I'm not I mad. Like work, I, a lot of people get mad or discouraged or disappointed that kids are getting face tattoos, but I just say, can't can we all just look at Lil Wayne? Like, isn't this all the result of the Lil Wayne phenomenon? Lil Wayne well, what's funny is you're gonna have you're gonna have uh, face tattoos and tattoos in general. Uh, the next generation, young kids are really conservative, and they're gonna grow up and they're gonna be like tattoos are lame. Well, that's just ebbs and flow. Of well, yeah, side. yeah, but it, it's important. I mean, it's it's coming. The same way, like the youngest generation right now is wicked conservative. Um, they do not like tattoos. They don't like doing drugs. They're very like. Probably uh, for the same reason you don't like doing certain things because it's become mainstream. So like, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, like, counterculture. They're like, okay, I want to like make money, have a family, take care of myself. My wife will stay at home. I, I want to have the, some kids. I no, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm I don't telling think the picket fence dream is coming back. Picket fence dream is coming back, yeah. in my opinion. I don't see the appeal. Well, yeah, because you're, what, 42? <laughs> <laughs> but no, 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 but I'm, te- I'm telling you, counterculture is always going to oh, so be... So why would my age matter to that? Like, should well, I because... want that more if I was older? No, but you're not listening, because counterculture right now, counterculture is going to be pushed to the white picket fence again. That's going to become the oh, counterculture. I see what you're saying. Yeah, because eh, right, now, right now, it's, it's just like, YOLO, do whatever you want every fucking day, like... Do drugs, uh, well, get drunk, have sex with a bunch of people. Yeah. Now, I'm telling you though, I'm telling you, uh, in a couple, in 10 years, you're gonna have people who are like proud of being like, I've had one sexual partner and I married mm. him or her and I have kids and the women will be like, I'm proud of staying at home. My man makes enough money. I, I can buy a yeah, house. Yeah, so you're gonna see uh, the counterculture of the 50s coming back. Cause remember, even in the 1950s with the white picket fence, it's pushed as like, oh, that was always the thing. But no, look at the Great Gatsby. There was still like in the 20s, the roaring 20s, people were still out partying, drinking, having a bunch of sexual partners, not really committing to people. And then that got pushed back by the 1950s where it was like, okay, white picket fence. Because the, the younger generation is always going to want to uh, counter the generation that raised them. It's just human nature. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, but I think I I'm think, not. I'm not saying like one's good or bad. No, no, I agree. I I think we're uh, we're disagreeing, but because wow, we're, we're getting arguing deep now. Too. Different thing. <laughs> we're we're th- you're arguing white picket fence in terms of purely the counterculture ebb and flow, and I'm arguing white picket fence as in everyone wants to move to the suburbs and raise a family, which is going to happen too. You think so? People are leaving the city. New York City in the past two years has had um, the first time since. I think the late 80s, the most decrease in people that make over $50,000 a year. Most decrease in people that make- The population. Grand. Yeah. Okay. In terms of who lives in the city? Yeah. Okay. People are, people are growing back to the suburbs. And the suburbs are could adapting. Could that come and go too? Yeah, it could, but it's gonna take a while because right now we're at the start of it. It will go. We're gonna, everybody's gonna leave New York Everybody with money, and New York's gonna go, go back to New York in the 1970s again, where nobody wanted to be here. Right. And then, and then what's gonna happen is the suburbs are gonna start building up. They're making like little towns in the suburbs that offer everything New York does. Because I mean, even think of it like, well, hold on, Let, hold, on hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Even think of it like, um, so back in the day, New York was a place to come get interesting food, interesting bars, interesting drinks, all that kind of stuff. Right now, with Instagram and all that kind of stuff, anybody can have that. I don't have to go to uh, New York to get sushi. 
or like an interesting sushi plate. I can just pull it up on Instagram and then a place in uh, Summer, Somerset County in Jersey, a place could open up and be like, oh, this looks interesting. This has a lot of likes. I'll make this exact same dish. Mm. Boom, boom. And then you have, a, you have a town, it's cheaper. I see where you're going with it. It's an ebb and flow, the exact same way. Property rates are so high here, it's gonna have to crash. Here's my counter argument though. First of all, you, I don't think you could ever replicate what's being done in New York City, let alone a metropolis type city in the suburbs. I just don't think you could replicate the exact thing. Maybe Not the exact the, thing. Maybe the sushi dish one here or a dope donut. Yeah, not the whatever. exact thing. Right. So yeah. there's just some things that happen in a city, especially this city, that you just can't replicate elsewhere. Second point is, I would like to believe there's a lot more people smarter than me, with a lot more money than me, and a lot more money on the line, because money talks, building so much in your neighborhood of Long Island City, where I have to believe that the growth- Help me. What? Sure does help me. <laughs> it's a big place. Um, with, with such, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, with, with so much invested in that realm to say, hey, there's people coming, and they're coming in droves, and it's gonna keep coming. They're not, you know? they're not though. The, I the, like to think they're smart. The expect, yeah, 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 but, but you have to understand there's, when you're building something, there's this idea of, Okay, we're gonna build it because they'll come, and then you have people buy. Okay, but you build with the expectation that people will buy, right? Right, yeah, but if they don't buy, then that's good on the seller. That's good on the seller. Right now in Long Island City, for example, I mean, most of those units are on, like, nobody's living in them. Well, they're not even built yet, but they're still built. No, 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 there's, there's, there's so many units that have been built. Since I've lived, but also still building, like that. Yeah, I know they are still building. They are still building because people are convincing, the same way that you're kind of thinking about it. People are convincing people. Okay, you should invest in this because we're building this big tower. Look at the look at the growth oh, so you're lately. It's like a pump and dump. Yes, type of pump and dump. Yeah. yeah, I'm seeing that all over the city, dude. I've so I've I've worked. I've probably met like, I don't know. I'd say I've met. Through all my jobs, because I've been, you know, job hopping, if you could imagine. But uh, like 80 people, I would say, I would consider quote unquote friends. There's only like three still around. People are leaving the city. It's well, not, it doesn't make any economical sense anymore. Couldn't you argue? Especially with remote jobs. Well, couldn't you argue for the 77 people that have left for you, there's another 177 that have come in? Yeah, they're making like 50K. And then they're going to leave in two years. Yeah, and then there'll be a new crop. You know. Yeah, sure. So if we want to keep it like that, that's fine. But you can't live in New York on fifty k. But maybe in LIC. <laughs> no, park. you can't. No. All right, maybe in LIC. But my point is, I don't know that the city's really collapsing. In I think the city is going to. It's 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 going to collapse, and it's going to collapse in a pretty big. Well, way. if it collapsed, it would be epic. Let's let's be real. It's not going to be like a. Well, it's it's yeah, and I I've thought about this a lot because. Um, there's a lot of foreign investment now that couldn't happen yeah, like right back there. in like the, yeah. Billionaires Road. Like back in the, back in the eighties, there were still some, uh, barriers for foreigners to invest. Mm -hmm. So right now though, you have people that are coming in and they're buying penthouses and will never live in them. They're buying them as real estate speculation. With comically low, uh, tax rates. Yeah, there's them, nothing. Which is insane. There's nothing. Like, I don't get and it. And I mean, you know, if, if it's yen or, uh. Any kind of currency, global currency. It's essentially just you're putting your money away, and it's like you're essentially buying like a CD. 
so here's, a certificate of deposit. Now, like that's that's all you're buying when you buy sure. like yeah. For and like I don't want to make this heavily finance based finance. No, we should. You will, but <laughs> you can start your own podcast. I'm <laughs> but but I, I don't want to get too deep in it. A because I don't understand it very well. B and everybody turn it, it off. <laughs> B I don't understand it as well as you do. But C just to keep it simple, I, I want to know. Wouldn't you think if, if they're, even if these billionaires investing in billionaire row with the comically low tax rates and whatnot, don't you feel like that money isn't really going anywhere anytime soon? So that kind of provides a stability. Yeah, but it's not, it's not so, yeah, but it's not uh, adding to the economy. That's the big thing. Agreed, agreed. People aren't living there. They're not buying goods and services. They just buy a penthouse. <laughs> they, just, they, they just buy something and they're not, oh, that reminds they're me. not here. And when then, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. So they, they buy something, uh, they use foreign funds, it's taxed differently, and they bring it back to their native country. Bring what back? They put the, the, the money here. In the, well, if they the sell it, if they sell it. Which if I'm want. Chinese and I sell it to a Russian. For even more money. Yeah, but I'm so, saying that, so that, what does that do for the local doesn't economy? doesn't anything with the Nothing. local economy, I'll give yeah. that, but the money isn't going anywhere, which isn't the money that's invested, what's driving up the But it's not money, it's general. not money, it's not real. I mean, money, money does need activity. I agree, but I, you're taking it way farther than I was trying to take. But again, to bring it, simplify it a little bit, you mentioned this penthouse, right? Like when I was shopping around, I was asking the realtor, like, uh, cause it's Tim, you remember Tim, his brother's the guy that- Who the hell's Tim? Tim from Troy. Oh, Tim Steele? No, not Tim Steele, Tim oh. Hodges oh. or whatever. Yeah, so he, um, uh, his brother's a real estate agent down here. So he's like, oh, you should hit on my brother. He'll hook you up with the real estate deal. So, um, so he's the one that found me this place. And I asked him, I was like, yeah, so how quickly do the places you do real estate listings for like go, I do it all the time, just like this. They're yeah. constantly disappearing, boom. So like there's constantly a market out here and maybe the people you're talking to are that 50K people, but there's so many non 50K people that are just insanely just grabbing up land everywhere. Yeah, but what I'm saying, that that's, that's, that's a precursor to like not a real economy. Because like I said, like, I mean, people, people, yeah, they, if, if somebody can afford like, you know, with any of these buildings that we're looking out out here, if somebody can afford an apartment that's like $6 million, they're not going to go to the bodega. Oh, I do. You know, there's all types of people. Yeah, but, but I get what you're saying. I yeah. get the sentiment. I get the sentiment for sure. Uh, I don't know that it's speculative. Right. It's speculative. Yeah. They're like, I'll buy it at this price and then I'm going to flip it. Not everybody though. I, I think that's kind of a broad generalization. No, not everybody, but it's also like, I mean, there's like, you know, 10 million people here. New that's York, New York, New York is writing its own check and they have done absolutely nothing to curb the real estate speculation in this city. And it is going to bite them in the ass hard the exact same way it did right uh, during the 50s See, and the 70s. I have a hard time picturing In the 80s it came back and then it dropped again in the 90s and then it came back again that's in the early I'm, 2000s. That's why I'm debating, like when's the perfect time to buy this place? Because I'm still renting, you know what I mean? And I don't want to just keep shedding rent, but at the same time, A, I don't want to pay, pay uh, a property tax and B, I don't want to like buy it and then the decline. Honestly, I would never buy this place. You should not buy this place. I can't see a good reason not to buy it, other than the speculation piece. It's, it's, it's not that nice. It's not as nice as you think it is. <laughs> the view's nice, 
No, I'm, I'm just saying, the view's, yeah, the, the view's nice. Got a couple rooms. The only person I can see behind this is like another Persian. <laughs> what, there's a Schrodinger bus out there? No, I know, but I mean, like, it's not, it's not what you think it is. But this is- I think my place is nicer than this. I'll be honest Because I have a terrace, I can go outside. You can't go outside. That's fine. But I'll be honest with you, the main reason I kind of want to buy this place is because I don't want to get kicked out of here and have to remove all the shoes. Like, I just kind of need to park the shoes somewhere. Is a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but really, it's, it's, it's actually been a factor in my head. I'm like, no, nah, man, no, no, nah, nah, this, this, get that shit set up. I don't like carry all those shoes in here. That was, dude, a if, if, if I was your financial advisor, do not buy this place. Uh, I don't know, man. It's, uh, what are they asking for? Like two mil? I haven't gone down that road yet. I'm just saying. I'm thinking. Yeah, and 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 they're gonna they're gonna hit you with fees. Of course, but that's life. That's no, I know, but I'm saying York. no, but I'm saying like, look at my place. My place is probably like if I try to buy my place, it'd probably be like 1.5. Sure. But I can go outside. Okay. That's a big I deal. Who wants to go outside, dude? <laughs> you don't want to go outside? Not right now. No, but I mean in general. How often do you really use your terrace? All the time. On a weekly basis. We have a garden. You go out there every day? No, not every day. Not in the winter. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so. spring through fall. Okay. Yes, I use it. I got Central Park right there. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> you, have to, you have to go downstairs. You gotta, I mean, I, I'm just saying. If your whole argument for not buying this place is because it doesn't have a terrace, I have a hard time. My whole argument about buying this place is I think uh, New York real estate is super... Uh, fluctuating. I agree. Super I high. I agree with you. Yeah. But it's kind of like the whole buy low, sell high, but also buy high, sell higher. Well, yeah. I mean, a stock it. can be like, you know, it can still have the jumps, yeah. but like if, you know, you buy here and then it goes here, but then yeah. it goes Obviously back here. you can't time yeah. every dip, right? Yeah, I'm just exactly. I'm just thinking ahead. I'm just like, fuck, man. The last thing I, I would not buy this place. buy this place now. Unless I heard like, yeah, if, because I feel like they're going to, they're going to, I would love for the crash to happen tomorrow while I'm still running. But they're going yeah, to, but, but then, the then you can't get out. Like, I don't know. What? Yeah. It's not that I nice of a place. Dude, this place is pretty nice. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, no, the view's nice. That's a big deal for me at least. This was a big deal for me, especially with the whole YouTube stuff I've been doing. Having this view has been amazing. Waking up to this has been amazing, you know, and like from where I was living in my mom's basement to this. Is right. Like so, so yeah, but, so essentially, yeah, and you had your first dick of your life <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, that felt great. Right. I'm just saying, I had a, no, I, I mean, I used to live in uh, another building in LIC, had the full view of the skyline, and I was like, this is great. Yeah, hey. yeah, you puked and you puked it. Yeah, you puked it. <laughs> now, like, now like, like, I'll give you this. I uh, I don't think this is the best place to live in New York. I also would love to upgrade, but I'm just not there yet. So maybe someday we'll find myself in an even better place. We'll see. Right, but, so why, why, and I, and As yeah. an income property, as just a. As but a, I don't think this is an income property. Real estate I think you're being overcharged right now for rent. I take it up with the mayor. I don't fucking know, dude. Like, it's just idiot. No, but um, I mean, you wanted me to be honest. I mean, yeah, I think you're being overcharged yeah, for this place. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, I would be really curious to see what they would propose to you for this place. Yeah, I've been meaning to ask. I just haven't gotten around to asking. Yet. I feel like they would be like three million, and no, I would. I can't uh, say and, any less than three. Yeah, and I would be like, I would not pay more than one point five. But you also come from a different uh, no. But I'm just saying, like, I've, perspective. I've I've been here, I've hung out here. 
like, man, I'm here now. <laughs> and every time you come here, you're like, oh wow, you have shoes. Yeah, a, sh <laughs> a foot locker in the back. <laughs> but I don't know, I, I don't think it's as nice as you think it is. All right, well, let's let's move move along with topics here. Uh, dude, Tommy Lee Sue is a fucking hero. Man. Who? <laughs> Who the fuck is he talking about? Have you ever watched The Room, the movie? No. Oh God, all right, never mind, next time. Yeah, Alright, hold. Is that uh, real? Bre breaking news, uh, OBJ uh, from our dear friend Baxpex. <laughs> no. She's he like, went to the he went to the Browns? Let me go to ES ESPN, Avon Trigger, just to Oh! Source, Browns acquiring OBJ from Giants. Looks real. That is ridiculous. <laughs> He's such a moron. The Browns. I kinda like it. You got what's his face? Uh, well I'm a Bengals fan, so I'm pissed. No, what's what's his face? Um uh, uh, Manzel, Jesus Christ. No, yeah, um, Wow, we look. I want to say Patty. Ba ba <laughs> Baker, yeah. Baker. Baker. <laughs> I was like, Baxter Mayfield. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Uh, you got now Baker Mayfield. You got what's that running back that Hi. you just got? Hi. Uh, what's that running back that just got? It? <laughs> um, they got a running back. They had a good running back they picked up. Oh no, good wide receiver they picked up. Not Crabtree. The Browns. They got some. They had a good superstar. They picked up just last year or this year. Doesn't Antonio matter. Antonio Brown went to the Raiders. Right. Let's see. Uh, Browns. Browns got Baker. Browns running. Browns suck anyway. Who gives it? Who gives Dude, it? No, 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 no. Kareem Hunt. They picked up Kareem Hunt. Oh wow, sweet. <laughs> no, Browns are. And they got Nick Chubb. People that. Oh, sweet Nick Chubb. <laughs> a great last name. <laughs> Hey. No, I mean, I think no. you can make some noise. I think you're just tight because you're a Bengals fan. I know, but no, 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 no. This is, this is like pure people that do not understand football getting excited about the Browns. Hey, it's, it's a team sport. You can't have a couple people. offline, well, technically online, but offline of this as far as how wide receivers do not make a huge... Well, you talked about it. Nobody, I don't think anybody else responded. Well, like, well, yeah. Well, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't think this... Makes them a Super Bowl contender, but I think this makes them even more interesting to watch than they were last year. That is insane, OBJ you know? to the Browns. Holy like crap! I kind of like it. Imagine if LeBron was still. Well, it's just funny he left New York, like you know. Well, he didn't take the place that uh. Traded him, or yeah, it's not like a free agent signing, right? So I don't know. I don't think so. He left uh, <laughs> this great real estate market for uh, well, Cleveland. Some would argue we're all leaving for the suburbs. So, Have you uh, seen that 30 Rock episode? I just watched it last night where Liz Lemon visits Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> really funny. <laughs> I tried She's having to like a great time. And uh, I just couldn't get back into it. It's funny. I actually tried to rewatch it like a year ago and I didn't like it. And then now I'm really back into it. Yeah, I might have to give it another shot. Yeah, give it another shot. Because uh, I was like deep in the office at the time. Yeah, the because it's like totally yeah. Different. And then I tried watching. I was like, this is obnoxious. But yeah, man, I think uh, I think this could be fun just to watch. Like at this point, I'm like not interested in regular season football at all. Like it'd be nice to have more highlight reel type ish in the regular season because that's all this is going to be. There's not going to be a playoff run. There's not going to be a you know. I'll let the owner know. The owner? Yeah. Okay. What's his name? Oh, not the owner. The Browns. commissioner. <laughs> Uh, Goodell. Goodell. <laughs> yeah, I like Goodell. Goodell, no, you're you're not you're not you're not happy with the product. Jesus Christ, regatta cheese, Napolitan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's switch another gear here. All right, I'm gonna take a piss. Uh, we'll be right back, folks.
He's a great guy. Right. He's went through a bad breakup, so he deserves it. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, anyway. uh, so <laughs> next topic. Uh, so you haven't shut up all day about some friend of yours that's been doing something cool musically. You want to tell us a little bit about? It? Yeah. So uh, my buddy just released an album. He does all the vocals. And he's an independent guy. He's independent. Not part of a label. No label. Did you even know he was doing music? No, I just found out okay. from him. Uh, but it's great, and uh, we'll leave it. Uh, he used to date, join a sister. Nice. Yeah, nice. for a few years, and they had a. Oh, is this the guy that they broke up with back when I knew her? Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you always spoke highly of him. All right. Yeah. So, um, great guy. So, you just heard he's been putting out music. So, what? Yep. Is this like a debut album? Debut single? Yep. Debut. 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 Debut what? Uh, just entire thing. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He's got uh, like uh, ten tracks. Okay. They're all really, really good. And it's just on SoundCloud, or it's just on SoundCloud. Eat the hours is the one that I think is a, a genius song. So what's his name? But I don't know. What, I, all right, maybe censor that. Uh, Why censor? Does it? I don't know. I don't know if he wants his last name. Uh, the the album is called Everyday Apocalypse. Every. By, yeah, Everyday Apocalypse. Eat the Hours is the second to last song, and I think it's genius. So everybody should, Jake check, Hill? should check that out. Yeah, Jake Hill. That's what I said. No, that is not it. <laughs> it's it's Eat the Hours on SoundCloud. All, eat, all right. Eat the Hours. Yeah. Eat the Hours. All right, let me just share it with you. So you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dope, dude. He does he does all the mixing. Um. Alright, so this is actually Everyday Apocalypse by Winston Smith, based out of New okay. York, United States. Alright, he's going, going I, yeah, I don't know, dude. <laughs> right, cool. um, so he calls this, most tracks on this page are unfinished concepts and demos. Good to know. So I guess, how would you characterize this music? Electronica Emo? Yeah. Right. That's actually pretty Nailed it. Yeah, you did. Uh, what's the favorite song of yours? Eat the hours. Eat. I've said that like ten times. I mean, I can't tell if it's the album name or the guy. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Eat the, the hours. hours. Interesting. Uh, no, no, no. You know, little bedroom pop. Let him. Let him uh, start singing. Oh, he sings. Yeah, he's got a great voice. Which was surprising me. He didn't sound anything like this in person. Yeah, I really like this song. Like, unironically, I really like it. No, well, no, 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 hold on, keep, keep going, keep going, keep going. Wait, wait, wait for the uh, twist. It's like for professional me standing. I don't know about that. No, you're, you're, you're missing, you're missing where the juxtaposition happened. The juxtaposition. Hold on, turn it off. Wait, it's like a bass drop, but it's just. Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, you. Oh, that? that was yeah. What bass drop? You missed it because you <laughs> skipped it. He goes. He goes from. He goes from. 
kind of more of a, uh, you know, like more of a conversational tone to the, but I, I like it. I like it a lot. Well, I think it's great and I want to plug him because I think, it, I, I unironically really like that song. All right, that's cool. I respect that. And it's so fun. yeah, if you're interested, uh, Everyday Apocalypse, Eat the Hours is a single off of it, but Everyday Apocalypse, the album name uh, by Winston Smith, apparently, uh, on SoundCloud. So check it out if you are inclined for emo electronic. Are we still here? Yeah. Are we still broadcasting? <laughs> I watched Howard Stern's uh, movie the other day. Howard Yesterday. Movie? Yeah, Private Parts. You ever seen that? Never. Howard Stern, the radio host. He has a movie. No, uh, the guy that tells hot dogs. Yes, the <laughs> the DJ, <laughs> Howard Stern. Yes. So, what, he produced the movie? The no, he movie? acted in it, too. Oh, he acted in it. Okay. Yeah, it came out in 1997. Oh, 97. Okay. All right. yeah. It was good. So what, you just watched this at a retro theater or some shit? Or? Uh, n yes, I'm gonna do a retro. No, I watched it. I got off Am Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Hey, it was why, good. Why, why was that? Why that popping just? Ah, uh, because you're talking like a radio DJ. Ah. Uh, and I thought it was interesting. Got it. Got it. Got it. It's okay. good. It's a good one. Uh, we should probably separate. By the way, you're gonna have to edit this, but we should probably separate the uh, plug from what we're talking about now. I can do that myself. I know, that's what I'm telling you. Yeah, no, I, dude, I got you. Sorry, you just be yourself, William. Uh, well, not totally yourself, because I think you just don't really understand how to incorporate this into your conversation. Like, you have to, you have to pretend this is like a live studio audience, and we're just like having a conversation in front of a live studio audience. There would never be an audience. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. Just, just never get it. <laughs> All right. Um, that's I'm having a blast though. This is fun. Yeah, no. Uh, you're not gonna have any more fun than what you're having right now. I'm telling. This is gonna be the best interview uh, ever. No, I'm telling you. You're you're gonna interview other people who are in sneakers and other comedians, but you're not gonna have as much fun. You're gonna be like, so what got you into your hairstyle? <laughs> and you're gonna be like, you know, 1989. I was right, how about, troubled. How about, how about this question? What's your thought on colleges, and do you think college is worthless these days? This is something I've been toying with. Yeah, same. I, I don't think they're worthless. They're overpriced in that I won't get into politics, but I think they're overpriced because uh, governments pay whatever. They subsidize colleges. They subsidize a lot of degrees, and that creates colleges to continue to inflate the price where it's either the have or the have nots. So what I mean by that or is, have not, so no, 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 but I mean like, uh, so like I went to college almost for free. Um, a lot of people I know went to college for very cheap. And then there are, are other people who are middle class or upper middle class who had to pay like, you know, 60 K for their kids to go to school. Yeah. yeah. So that's unfair, but the colleges can continue to raise their price because they're like, well, you're not going to make any, your kids aren't going to make any money if they don't go to school. And it's the same thing like with healthcare. It's just subsidized, like, yeah, subsidized bull crap. Like, because uh, in my opinion, college is just adolescent babysitter or adolescent daycare. Like it's. it's well, some degrees, go. some degrees. Not even the degrees, fuck the degrees. I got a quote good degree, a science degree, a STEM degree, but it's worthless to me. It didn't serve me a purpose other So than could you imagine if you got like an English degree? 
oh, yeah. what those classes would have been exactly. like. So that's why I'm saying I feel like college is just like this adolescent daycare where you just go to yeah, learn it's, how to yeah. learn. You learn yes, how you to, learn how to learn. How to have a roommate, but how to there's interact that, with there, human beings. Yes, to, you know, and there's, it's not for learning academia. Like that's not the there's value, but there is value in that. I think where like even like an English degree, learning how to learn. Learning how to interact with people. Yeah, kind that's of, the important part. That's but I'm saying that, that might as well just be an adolescent daycare. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. not and that's why it pisses me off where like, you know, thirty years ago it was fifteen K to do it and now it's you know, sixty K. Yeah, it's not like the education. And it's is because that, it's because it's worse, right? Right. And it's because it's because of government loans, in my opinion. People just think it's 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 free money. Well, fuck free real estate. Fuck the reason for it. I'm just saying in general. I just I feel like I'm glad the conversation has switched over to more uh, making vocations more hip, like you know plumbing, uh, mechanics, uh, you know welders. People maybe not welders. I don't know the exact uh, jobs that would fit under that uh, category. But people, you know, woodworking, carpentry. I suppose uh, I would think these fall under all that same umbrella. But like making those things sound less not cool. Yeah, and things to pursue because you would take on way less debt. You would have a exactly. I mean, skill to provide the economy as opposed to an English degree, right. which in and of itself, as an English degree, I'm not shitting on English majors uh, as people. I'm just saying that English degree, I think, is fairly worthless as far as like what that piece of paper entails your contributions to English. But the things you learn, perhaps, as far as like literature and how to learn in the world of literature and how to discern literature, that's valuable. But I don't know that you need a sixty grand a year degree to get there. Right, and I think that's uh, kind of what I was talking about earlier, especially with like how the new generation or the younger generation is embracing conservatism um, and that kind of white picket fence. They're also embracing this kind of trade. Ideas, and not only because that. people are people are right now rejecting because they're seeing what's happening. I mean, it, it's, people aren't people aren't stupid, and this stuff all happens in a cycle. So you're having people who are just like, yeah, like kids, sixteen year olds, etc., who are like, why would I go to school? I have the internet. I can like figure exactly. anything out. That's what I was like, say. I'll just go into a trade because I'm seeing, you know, other people uh, coming out of school, you know, hundred k in debt. Versus being like, I can like help go build um, telephone wire. Sure. And, and then I'm, I'm not I'm saying there. everyone should be pushing the vocation. What I'm saying. I'm not is, saying everyone either, but I'm saying that the trend is definitely going to be. Yeah, which would be good. College, college, co the college debt. That's why college debt is such an issue right now. Is because colleges know they're not going to be able to be paid back, and they know they're not getting new students at the same rate either. Oh, well, the I, whole thing. I, I the can't whole, speak to the numbers. But. Yes, but the whole thing is going to collapse because colleges have overplayed their hand. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not saying that uh, the kind of things you learn in college as opposed to vocations isn't valuable. We're not talking about learning. We're talking about the op. We're, we're talking about the economics. Yeah, the, of the it. industry of it. Yeah, the economics. But, yeah. Um, but I'm saying the 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 academics and the actual learning portion of it. I agree with you. I think the internet has push us into this zone where like, I don't need to take this course to learn this. I can watch some YouTube videos. I can't tell you how much actual knowledge I have gained from YouTube, whether it was real world stuff or medical stuff. Especially uh, about vaccines, right? Hey. Uh, <laughs> or, or even just like how to break down a, um, a, a sentence or a paragraph in a book, how to write a script, how to, you know, all these how to's I can learn right. without going to school 
cinematography degree. Like I, I learned so much cinematography, and I'm not like a pro at it, obviously. But like, there's so many skill sets I learned just from going on YouTube. And it's funny. It's it. it I think it's funny too because uh, a lot of this talk about, especially in the government now, politically, economically, about bailing out student loan debt. People think it's about bailing out the students. A lot of it's about bailing out the colleges, because they, they because they're not getting their money. But their money isn't coming from their money's coming from the government loans that these kids some of it, some of it, pay. but some of it is private loan. I mean, it, the, yeah. it's a whole system. Private loans, public loans. The loans gave the colleges the cash. They got the cash. They're no, they don't have the cash. They have IOUs. From the loans? From the loans. So who's, where's the cash going? The, the, the students ca are paying their. Yeah, the students are trying to pay off pay off the loans. But these colleges are like, shit, we're not gonna get our money. So they're very much also like, yeah, bail us out too. Mm, they, they, no, I'm telling you. I'd have to confirm those facts. Okay, so. confirm it. But I'm telling you, the media is painting it like, oh, uh, the individuals need to be bailed out. It's the colleges that need to be bailed out. Well, I, I would have assumed. Because they're, they're gonna run out of liquidity. Yeah, but how are they constantly building and, and doing construction on these college campuses? Because they're, they're constantly be, expanding. I mean, we went, to, we went to one school that was doing that. A lot of schools are not. A lot of schools are not expanding. A lot of schools are, they rely on the government to provide loans. So state schools? Well, not, even private schools. Private schools rely on state loans. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, you mean state or um, government loans from the students that are used to pay for their tuition that's what you're talking about yeah government loans. Yeah. yeah but you're telling me the government doesn't give cash to these schools not a lot of them really and yeah if it's a if it, yeah How it, they constantly if it's a loan it, it, okay so if it's a loan the school uh will take on that loan with the expectation that the student or the government will pay it back right but if the student doesn't pay back their portion that's where it's becoming a bailout of it's being presented in the media as only a student bailout. Like if I go to if I go to a college, I'm like, no, all I right. get what you're saying. Yeah, it's true. I just don't know that it's true because I'm coming at it from let's say I want to start a business. Mm -hmm. If I go to Citibank and I'm like, yo, I need 50k, they're going to provide 50k cash liquid to start this business, and I'm going to slowly chunk away it to Citibank. They're going to provide 50k, but they're going to expect it back. Of course, but. That 50k is liquid actual cash that went to fund my business because the business didn't yeah, but cash, yeah, IOUs, yeah, but right? yeah, yeah. So the same way with college tuition, I would assume if the government is guaranteeing these loans through the students to these colleges, the government is giving the colleges hard cash. Here's the loan. The pay, the I'm guaranteeing that the student is going to pay me, the government, back for these loans. But now the the, the college is out. It's got free. They got their cash. They're good. I was under the assumption that no, because it, 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 but that's not how it works. Because the, the, the college is still going to assume that they will be paid back a certain amount. So what you're saying is the... And we're not talking about like, every, we're not talking about like uh, scholarships, right? We're talking about, we're talking about loans. I'm talking about, I owe this college 50 grand this year and you're telling me ignore the a, a, yeah well no 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 says, hey college this student promises to pay you a monthly yes. payment yes. when he's done that's the issue done. Yes. and if they don't i'll step in and guarantee it for you but you're getting an iou for now you don't have any actual yes right now. you're telling me that's really how yes <sighs> you, you got to think about that and that's what that that's why the media is blaming the uh the student and not the college 
or the university. Sounds like some Alex Jones ish. It's not Alex Jones. Jim, can you look this up? Uh, yes, sir. I mean, <laughs> Jim, pull that up. No, but that, that, I mean, that's what's happening. Let me see. Uh, how would I Google this? Um, you wouldn't, because it's not going to be something you do Google. Colleges do colleges receive liquid cash from government? No, you're thinking about it the wrong way. It's debt, it's not liquid cash. The, the, co the colleges will always get liquid loans, but they're loans. Well, liquid is liquid, liquid is cash. Well, yeah, but they're loans, bad, they're loans. Right, that someone is paying back, but I'm, but some, okay, use the example I just gave you. If I want to start a business, that mm -hmm. business cannot be opened with IOUs. That business has to open with cash. Yeah, but and these businesses have been opened. Uh, they've been opened. No, I'm talking about, if I want to start a brand new business. No, 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 today, but you're thinking about it the wrong way. You're thinking about starting a brand new business. You have to think about it as somebody who comes in and they say, look, I'm going to have IOUs, uh, 30, thousand of this is going to be from a government loan and I'm going to pay you that 30k sure that's liquid but it's still debt from the government to the I, institution I'm using the word liquid I'm saying I was under the assumption that cash would flow to these colleges cash is still debt you got to rethink yeah cash is debt all right then no no no, no I know but I know we I know we are trying to figure out I just can't see a world where colleges are operating on IOUs. I just can't picture that. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Jamie! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's a lot of IOUs. Do colleges receive... I don't even know how to look at something. Uh, for our dedicated listeners, if you have any uh, knowledge <laughs> on the subject, because <laughs> I'm a hard, I'm a yeah. Hard well, guy. listen to the guys who uh, buy who provide you six hundred dollars shoes, this dude. It's it's. It, I mean, it make, this is not an Infowars bit. No, this is not an Infowars bit, dude. I've literally just thought about this myself. That's not comforting. Well, how did you read this? Where did you find out about? Literally this? myself. From who? No, it, that's how money works. All right, if that's how money works, explain to me how this example is different. If I want to open up a pizza chain right there. So right there, you're wrong. Open up is different. Oh, it's different, but just bear with me. But, no, no, but I mean, it's completely different. Just bear with me. Okay. I want to open up a pizza chain right there. I want to build my own building with my ugly mug on it, and I want it to say... You're talking about hey, a business loan. Pizza. You're talking about a business loan. It's Let's different. Let's say it's different. Let's say it's different. Fine. But that, just hear me out. I want to open up this business. I got to construct shit with bricks. The bricks have to be paid for. The contractor has to be paid for. And the pizza maker and the pizza flour and the pizza dough has to be paid for in cash. Mm -hmm. right? I don't have that cash. I don't have the 50 grand, 100 grand to start that pizza building and the things in it to make it start running. It's not going to generate 100 grand this year, right? But I need 100 grand to get it started. So I go to Citibank and I say, I need 100 grand. They're going to give me cash mm -hmm. to start that and get all the pieces. With interest with interest. And my job is to pay them back monthly, yearly, whatever. Now you're telling me that a college, because it's not a brand new business and because it's not an opening up business, it operates from a different world where it doesn't get straight up money from either government or private banks or private loans, yeah. straight up cash. It doesn't get that? It doesn't usually. It gets promises of cash. It gets, it gets so how it works is um, if I'm a student, uh, I go to the college, I'm paying, I get a grant, or maybe I'll get a loan. That's different. You're not buying physical assets to build something up. Well, you're technically... And you get on a payment plan. 
Yeah, I, I'm with you so far. Right. So what happens is during that payment plan, the college budgets based on what they expect the payment is. Yeah, but that's next to nothing if you're just talking about individual payments that they're... No, no, but I'm, I'm well, let's say 30,000 students and you're building... But you're not getting that money from them, right? You're getting money from the old students or the students that have already come and gone. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're getting, you're getting money off the debt. So why is it I don't write those loan payments to the college, I'm always paying it to the guarantor of the loan? Because the guarantor took, took on the risk. What risk if they didn't have to front any cash to the college? What? Are you, what? You tell me this. You tell me, Citibank. I'm telling. I'm, I'm telling. I'm okay. So I'm telling you, there is. You're a freshman. You go to school. You have to borrow sixty thousand uh dollars. -huh. Right. That's guaranteed. That's sixty k. It's guaranteed by Sally May sure. or whoever. Yeah. That sixty k is guaranteed. That college, and you're one of thirty thousand students. Right. So that 60K is amplified. That college builds all the stuff that you're talking about based off that 60K. Which they don't have currently. Because you're talking which, about- Which they don't have because, it, because it's not cash. Right. I'm not giving you 60K. Right. I'm promising to pay you 60K based on sure. interest and everything. It's a loan. Yeah. So when these kids graduate and they you start- realize a loan, you still get the money. If I ask for a loan today from you, I get physical And money. I'm telling you, it's not like that. They don't get the cash. I have a hard time believing that. They what? do not get the cash. All right. Well, I, I want to. Let's. How about we revisit that topic tomorrow? Hopefully, sure. I'll have some tomorrow. updated information. Yeah. Sure. All right. On this, uh, All right. this topic, because that is a very interesting thing. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're lying. But I have a hard time believing that. It's like a balance sheet. It's the same way where uh, if I'm a company. Um, yeah, expected income. Expected. expected. Profits, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. I don't think that's that's this. But it's not we'll, cash. We'll come back to it. And and that's that's. That's the thing I think you're having a hard time wrapping your head around too is um, cash is just an idea. I agree, but you need cash. To you have this. Yeah, you have liabilities and assets. Happen, you know? Yeah. Like, you, I don't think you can build off of, because again, if a college wants to expand or wants to well, that's, pay but, more. But now you're getting stuff, really complicated. Right, but now you're getting really complicated where it's like, okay, if I want to build a new building, uh, how do I do that? And that's where, and especially yeah, you can't just like, hand over an income sheet or an expected. No, and that's where it comes. Like, this is how much the loans were. That's what's well, really important. Like, especially like the private equity industry and like stuff that I do. Um, yeah, it has to be. It, it's it's, but it's not cash. It's like okay, what's the value that you could bring? Yeah, but what's the independent contractor? Because the, the, the it doesn't matter. Doesn't it doesn't matter. Independent contractors. Contractor. Yeah, yeah, but but then you go out and get another loan from somebody else, from another bank, to build the building based on what your expected revenue is gonna yeah, be. The contractor for that building is expecting cash, not an It's amount. not as much as you think. It's not a matter of amount, it's a matter of, if I show up to build your college's building, you're not paying me an IOUs, you're No, but you're, you're missing it, but if you show me, so like let's say for uh, instance, you show up and you say, okay, uh, I want you to build me a new amphitheater for my college. Right. And I would be like, okay, uh, how much are you gonna pay me? And you'd be like, all right, well, here's like 300K to start, but look at like how much I'm going to make next year. 
and then you go into an LLC. Tough shit. I don't and, care how much you're making. No, shit. no, that's not how business works. Because then you go into you go into I'm no. Then you go into ooh, then you go into an LOI letter of intent, which you have lawyers, you have due diligence. Everybody comes in and they say, okay, this actually this contract, what he's supposed to get, makes sense. So you'll get your money. Yeah. Later. Not an IOU. No, no, you'll get an later. IOU. You'll get an IOU today, but then you'll get your money later. Yeah, but what's later? It, it depends on the LOI. And that also becomes like, because another contractor might come in and be like, look, I'll build it for you. You pay me two years from now. And then everybody owes each other money. That's how money works. Money is not cash. Mm. I know what you're trying to say, but I, I I'm telling you, that's how business works. Dude, cash has got to flow to these to these workers. They so. they flow, but it's like it's like a it's like a. And it's cash different. Has to come from somewhere. It can't all come from IOUs. You know what I mean? Like, no, all, cash is an IOE, uh, IOU. Technically speaking, but yeah, yeah. But no, no, IOU. but but give me the balance. No, but nobody's over. nobody's that that is how business works. It's all a big pyramid of being like, all right, check this out, check this out, check this out. Everybody's saying, check this out. Mm -hmm. And then it's, it all flows down. That's why you see like people like Bernie Madoff when they, it blows up. Because know. everybody, I, I know, I, I know, but I'm saying that's why that was allowed to happen. Because that's how like, when you get like to this kind of level of business, so how it works. To, 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 to kind of counteract that, and then we'll end the segment, because I think we're getting in over our heads here. At least I am. Um, I think, that I would argue then the Bernie Madoff thing wouldn't have been a big deal if it was truly all IOUs because then I would never have given him cash. Yeah, it but, but then you, you owe other what people. I lose when I lose? You cash? owe other people cash. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Individuals got screwed in that, didn't they? It wasn't all just. No, it's organizations. That's the it. The Mets got screwed. Well, yeah, I'm sure some institutions that had institutional investing got screwed, but. Eh, I don't know, man. It's, something's, something's off. Yeah. Welcome to New York City. <laughs> anyway, uh, this has been fun. Um, thanks for joining. Um, yeah, it's been okay. And uh, <laughs> we'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Uh, do you want to keep going? Or? No, I'm good. I just wanted to cut it just to cut it. I thought that was going a little too extra. But, Ugh. Um,